1: Hey there, folks. Uh, this is Matt Welch in the sports editor here at Star Local Media. I am being joined by Tim Glaze. Tim does sports for Plano, Allen, and Lake Cities. And we are here to talk about the Game of the Week for, what is it now, Week 14, I think? Yeah, Week 14. Week 14, the regional uh, the regional semifinal round for the UIL playoffs, the state semifinal round for the, uh, for the private school playoffs. Uh, yes, we are here to talk Game of the Week um, for Week 14 of the high school football season. Uh, once again, a big thank you to everybody who voted. Um, I mentioned the, uh, you know, the the state semifinals for the private school uh, playoffs and sure enough that is exactly where our game of the week will reside Friday at 7.30pm out at the Birdville ISD Fine Arts and Athletic Complex uh, <laughs> Prestonwood Christian and uh, Fort Worth All Saints hook it up in the TAPS uh, Division 1 state semifinals a, um, a rematch between uh, two teams that, that opened up the season against each other and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of at this stage of the, uh, of the TAPS playoffs Oh, it's it's pretty common to see rematches. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it features a lot of teams from the uh, from the Dallas area taps district. Like last year, Prestonwood saw Bishop Lynch in mm-hmm. the state semifinals. Bishop Lynch, uh, you know, wound up winning state that year. But um, nevertheless, yes, uh, Prestonwood and Fort Worth All Saints. These are two teams that saw each other way back in week one mm-hmm. of the uh, of the season. Prestonwood uh, dropped that game to uh, to All Saints, sixty one to fifty. Um, the thing is it's so tough because that game took place so far back
2: week one or week zero. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it? yeah.
1: It's so difficult to try to know how much you can really extrapolate from a game that took place. I mean, what are we now? I mean, what is it like three months ago now right. at this point? Yeah. So like, yes, yeah, to try to, it's so tough to kind of get a feel for what to expect out of this game because so much has changed between these two teams. Um, you know, I think that at least, um, you know, we, uh, you know, we cover Prestonwood Christians, so I think we can we can speak to this. I mean, just the changes that have been made specifically on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. since then. Um, Tim, you saw them, you know, you saw that firsthand when they shut out
2: Lake Dallas. Yeah, they didn't look like a private school team. <laughs> and I mean, Prestonwood rarely does, like, yeah. that, that, I guess, moniker that goes with being a tap school, like, that, that's unfair. I mean, these are really good teams, especially in DFW. Um, these tap schools could hang with 5A and 6A teams if they wanted to. And uh, that's exactly what I saw when I saw Prestonwood play Lake Dallas. Uh, I believe it was week two or three, and uh, Prestonwood won 49 to nothing. And they rolled, and it was the most dominant butt-kicking that Lake Dallas got all season. Uh, and they couldn't do anything on offense. Uh, that's what really surprised me was how giant the Prestonwood defensive line was compared to Lake Dallas's offensive line. Yeah. Now you're talking about a 5A school. um you know, I'll be at a small 5A school, but it was overpowering uh, in favor of the Lions in the trenches. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, Preston Wood had a huge offensive line as well. So uh, it was no contest in that game. Fort Worth All Saints is a little different of an animal. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, there's there's uh, there's no shame in losing to Prestonwood, like Lake Dallas, or a host of other teams did throughout the season.
1: So we've um we mentioned that these two teams played each other back in the first week of the season. I went and, ba- and dug back through that box score because even though it's tough to really draw a whole lot from a game that was played, you know, like I said, you know, mm-hmm. you know, two, two three months ago, you a lot re- of the same
2: players though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a lot of the same players, but you can yeah. at least try to see what these teams did successful against each other and just kind of. Try to base it on what has transpired since then, and how I guess how likely those uh, those trends are to reoccur um, on Friday night. Some interesting numbers because yeah, this game was um like I said, Fort Worth All Saints won uh, won the first meeting, sixty one to fifty. This is a game that featured thirteen hundred and sixty five yards <laughs> of offense uh, to complement those one hundred and eleven points. Oh my gosh. You had from All Saints. 749 yards of offense from All Saints, God. 616 from Prestonwood. It's it's literally just two kids just throwing down on Madden at that point.
2: Yeah, it's seven on seven basically. Yeah,
1: it's, it's the equivalent of like a, of Rocky versus Ivan Drago, where they're just standing in the middle of the ring, just unloading clean, uh-huh. flush haymakers on on one another. Man, and Prestonwood had over 600
2: yards of offense, and they and lost. They lost. That's yeah.
1: There were um, in this game, there were five lead changes in three ties. Now you see the final score. It should be noted um, Preston Wood never trailed in this game for the first two and a half quarters. They were, I mean, this was, they got an early lead, and then it was literally just, again, they're just trading touchdowns, trading touchdowns, um, and Preston would actually led in this game in the fourth quarter, 43 to 41, um, and then, you know, just it a, uh, like I said, it was a game where just, I mean, you just had one team, these two teams just trading haymakers, and then, you know, finally, midway through the fourth quarter, Prestonwood broke a little bit. All Saints regains the lead. Prestonwood turns it over on downs. They went for on fourth and one. They got stuffed. Um, And then All Saints turns right around. They score a touchdown on fourth down to pad the lead. Prestonwood tries to strike back. They throw an interception. All Saints, one play, a 75-yard touchdown run to ice the game. So just a a wild finish. It's kind of a, I mean, after just hanging with... Hanging with that All Saints offense every step of the way, just a a couple slip-ups by Prestonwood, just a small
2: little handful of plays, ultimately decide this one. So a much closer final than the the two-score final. Yeah, yeah, very much so. A couple plays here and there, and Prestonwood's right in it.
1: Um, And it's just, you you know, you talked about what Prestonwood's defense was able to do against Lake Dallas, and it is pretty crazy when I just, I mean, you heard those numbers that I just recited for how successful All Saints was. Mm -hmm. And then looking at just what's... um, you know what has happened for Woods since then? They um, they gave up uh, 61 points to All Saints in Week One. Since then, they've only allowed 91 points total
0: <laughs>
2: for their next uh, what 10, 11 opponents combined. That's so. so believable, though. I mean, that it's crazy to think that. All Saints put up that those kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. Just seeing it, how dominant that defense is, especially against again a five A school that I saw.
1: And with um, you know within those numbers, you know even on the year, like Preston Woods' total numbers on the year, they've only allowed on average 199.1 yards. You know. Uh, Twelve and a half points per game allowed, and this is with mm-hmm. you know seven fifty and sixty
2: one. Yeah, that's in factoring in that first week. It
1: speaks to just how awesome they had been since then. They've held. Um, let's see, they've held since giving up sixty one to All Saints. The only um, only one opponent has scored more than seventeen points against them, and that was Bel Air Episcopal, who they played in in week two, and that was mm-hmm. a game where I mean a lot of those points came in garbage time. Um, but yes, I mean, they held Bishop Lynch, you know the number one t- number one private school in the state to seventeen points. They pitched three shutouts, including Lake Dallas, a five a school that went you know two rounds deep in the uh, mm-hmm. in the UIL playoffs. Um, but meanwhile, whereas Preston Woods' defense has really rounded them to form and has looked the part, I mean, I've seen them these past two weeks in their uh, playoff games against St. Thomas and TCA, and I mean, they just they blew these offenses off the, uh, off the field. You mentioned the front seven, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they've, I mean, players like Matthew O'Reilly, David Martin, Pierce Devon, Ryan Jackson, they've all got double-digit tackles for loss on the season. Just, <clears throat> I mean, they just throw waves at you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, they've done a great job overwhelming opponents up front. So now, I mean, with the progress that they've made since week one, that kind of does present a fairly obvious million-dollar question. <laughs> I mean, how much have I mean? Is it enough now? Right. When you look at all the strides they've made, is it enough to slow down what is statistically the best private school offense in the state? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, was that week one just a week one thing? Yeah, and you it's now, very it conceivable that it could be. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, but this is, like I said, since, you know, as with defense is really rounded into form, four with All Saints has just, I mean, that week one game, now that was their highest output in either total yardage and points scored. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's really hard to eclipse 750
2: sure. and 61. But they're still steamrolling Yes, people.
1: they've, I mean, their offense is just, I mean, that has been par for the course for them. They are um, they are averaging almost 500 yards of offense mm-hmm. per game, 496.9 to be exact, 46 and a half points. Um, I mean, The lowest they've scored this year has been 35 points, and that was against Midland Christian. Every other game, they've eclipsed 40. Nobody has figured out the recipe for how to slow this offense down Mm -hmm. simply because there isn't really another offense in the state that has the firepower that they do. There isn't a whole lot of, you know, when I was trying to research for this, there wasn't a whole lot of... Like just highlights or tape out there on all mm-hmm. stands on the internet for you to find. Um, what little bits I was able to find, I found enough to see about maybe 25 30 touchdown plays that they had run. Um, most of them passing. I mean, it is really an impressive vertical passing offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, a um, you have them, um, your quarterback Sean Taylor, he's completed 71.4 Dang. percent of his passes, but on top of that, think of this. 15.6 yards per completion.
2: So it's not dink and dunk. Nope, not at all. So
1: I mean, you have to got how hard it is oh, yeah. to have to have that kind of passing efficiency when you're cranking out big yeah. plays at the rate that they do. I mm-hmm. mean, it is really a sight to behold and then you see, you know, the the first thing that jumps out on tape is they have a re- that offensive line is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, this on so many of those scoring plays like Sean Taylor has just got all the time to work and doesn't have a fingertip lid on him. I mean, the offensive line does, gives him a, does a great job of giving him room to work. And then if you um, if you don't watch the football and you just watch the receivers and just the different kinds of route combinations that they run, I mean, it really does put so much stress on mm-hmm. the communication with your secondary. It's a lot of crossing routes, a lot of stuff designed to kind of make you have to make those on-the-fly adjustments and mm-hmm. decide, okay, do I go here? Do I go there? And I mean, one, one little misstep and you're dead Mm -hmm. because that is just the kind of talent that they have at receiver. So yeah, I mean, All Saints does a lot of stuff to try to you know, get your secondary out of sorts, and then sometimes they'll just simply rely on the talents of mm-hmm. their uh, of their receivers, specifically their top two, um, Brendan Harmon, who's six foot five, <laughs> com- committed to I believe it's committed to Rice, and then um, they've got a five ten speedster, Jalen Robinson, who's committed to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you see sometimes they would just still isolate Harmon out there on a defensive back who looks like he's half his size, and just put Throw it, up, it, there, it up yeah, put him. it up there where only the six five guy can go get it. And he's uh, I mean, he's a game breaker too. He's not just a big. Stocky guy. I mean, he's a legit, you know, a legit big play threat, mm-hmm. and can you know can go you know can can go uh, straight down the field and outrun a uh, you know these these taps level DBs as well. And um, you know, one of the uh, one of the plays that one of the plays that I saw where actually there was you know pressure put on Taylor. Ironically enough, it was that press it was against Preston Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Preston Wood. I think they sent like a four man rush and then delayed a blitz up the middle with the linebacker. Linebacker gets a straight shot at Taylor, and then you just Dips it off uh, underneath to uh, to Robinson, who beats his man to the edge. Just turns right up, goes 23 yards for a touchdown. Just pure speed. I mean, it's just they are so difficult to contain. And mm-hmm. you look around the rest of the state, there really isn't another offense like that. That is just that... Uh, you know that is that pass heavy and just that prolific. Honestly, the closest thing might be Preston Wood. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, because um, a lot of those uh, a lot of those ingredients that I just mentioned. Um, I mean Preston Wood has a lot of that stuff working for themselves too. Um, I mean Wiley Green was one of the you know one of the more proficient uh, you know quarterbacks in taps this season. He's um he's thrown for almost thirty four hundred yards, forty four touchdowns, only eight picks, mm-hmm. um sixty six percent completion percentage. His receivers, I mean, I mentioned six five Brandon Harmon. Austin Stogner, their star tight end, committed to OU as well. This game's got a lot of OU. A lot too. of OU guys. I like guys. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, he's, uh, you know, six foot six and, um, you know I mean? It's just, Man, he's awesome oh, yeah, too. He's a lethal weapon. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he had two touchdown catches last week against TCA. Just an absolute matchup nightmare. And I don't think Stogner played in the first meeting between these two teams. Okay. So that could be a very, uh, if that could be a very, a very interesting uh, schematic wrinkle uh-huh. in just how TCA handles, you know, because I mean, let's, like we've, we've you know heaped a lot of prayers on what All Saints was able to do. Prestonwood was incredible
2: in their own right. I mean, you're still to Prestonwood is what the number two taps team in the state. It's number three. Number, number three, three. All Saints is number two. Yeah, I mean that's just how good of a matchup this is. I yeah. mean we we could talk for hours about both teams' offense and defense. Um, on the on the Prestonwood side, um, you saw them a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. On defense, do they run mostly man-to-man defense? Because it sounds like against All Saints with these crossing patterns and stuff, mm-hmm. they'd probably benefit from a zone defense.
1: Yeah, it'll be, uh, like I said, I wasn't able to, um, let's I'm trying to think... Uh, they tried against against All Saints a couple honestly a couple of the big plays were simply just like there were two long completions that just resulted from guys falling down oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean so just yeah I mean just little just small little breakdowns like that because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean Prestonwood has a pretty I mean it has a great secondary in its own right then enough to where yeah they can run man and can defend I mean Jeremiah Lewis cornerback is committed to Duke I mm-hmm. um, opposite him I mean they've got guys like Verdell Edwards Solomon Turner's a safety who just picked up an offer from Toledo I mean they've got got i mean as much talent in their secondary as anybody else in the state um just the thing is i mean it's just so i mean with with all saints i mean what they do is just it's so tough to prepare for that because mm-hmm. nobody else in the state really does that sort of stuff right um so that's where um if we're just going to try to i guess lay out some sort of like a road map to victory for prestonwood now um you know as i mentioned they uh you know, they they showed enough to be able to trade to trade touchdowns with them. They were, I mean, they could ha- hold their own in a mm-hmm. shootout. And again, it was just a small little handful of plays that went against them over those last you know six
2: seven minutes of the game. Boy, a turnover would go a long way in oh, this yeah. game for Prestonwood. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so you have to wonder. I mean, would it behoove Prestonwood to try and you know to try and see if like you know you just play the numbers and just assume that you know what we won't make those mistakes? We've had enough time to clean up the, you know the you know clean up the miscues that we had um, that first goal. Mm-hmm. That we can beat All Saints in a shootout, or do you look at that and think like, okay, All Saints is a team that really they haven't played any other game outside of a, a shootout, just a game where everything just works as the offense expects it to. Mm-hmm. Are you playing into their hands if you try to you know if you try to trade scores with them again? It's like to use a uh, an NBA analogy, it's like the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. You think of just like a prolific offense in the uh, you know in, in basketball terms. You know, is it to your benefit to try to just outscore the greatest offense? in the uh, mm-hmm. you know in the NBA or do you try to make them uncomfortable and try to lower the try to lower the uh, slow the pace mm-hmm. and just limit their possessions and try to see if they can win like a you know a 95 87 type of game mm-hmm. And with Preston Wood, because Preston Wood has shown that they are if nothing else, they can adapt to any sort of type of game or at least they've shown that this season. you know they've got games um, they only beat um, Argyle Liberty Christian 14 to nothing. Um, so I mean they've been able to win games where the offense isn't firing away. Mm-hmm. They only lost to Bishop Lynch. I want to say it was like 17 to 14, 17-13, something like that. Mm-hmm. So they can win lower scoring games. They're they they're comfortable enough to work out of situations where their offense isn't isn't, you know, isn't able to operate at its normal efficiency. Mm-hmm. So you wonder, like one thing I've noticed in the playoff games, they seem to really, uh, they're going out of their way to try to establish the run early on a bit more. And that means heavier reps for guys like Timothy Taylor, Josh Cunningham. Um, I mean, they've got the horses in the backfield. You've already talked about their offensive line. Um, I mean, they have the horses to try to maybe impose a different type of game. Mm Mm-hmm than the first time around against uh, against All Saints. And, I mean, if, you, if this game is like 24 20, you know, 27-24, 24-24 in the fourth quarter, I mean, it's, you know, All Saints hasn't really had to work through a game where they haven't been able to just fire away at will and do the, uh, you know, do the big play thing that's just commonplace for them. So, you wonder if it would almost benefit Preston we to try to, you know, just take a completely different tactical approach than the first time around.
2: When you get to this round in the playoffs at, at all levels... Um, it really behooves a team to make, I mean, you can say this in any football game, but at these teams that are this good, mm-hmm. that, are, that are making it three, four rounds deep, lots of times they're destroying people throughout the regular season. Yeah. The first couple of playoff rounds might not have been too much of a, a hassle for them. You put these teams in situations that they're not used to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can prepare for it and you can game plan as much as you can, but Um, An example that I saw, uh, the first week of the playoffs, Lake Dallas versus Reedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reedy killed everyone throughout the year. They didn't really ever trail in any game. Uh, As soon as Lake Dallas got close and then eventually took a lead on them, Reedy kind of froze up. Now, All Saints, I think they know what they're going up against in Prestonwood. Mm -hmm. Um, they, They played them already once. They know that one has the firepower, so I don't think that they'll so much be surprised if this is like a back and forth, you know, All Saints can't separate, but... It would go a long way if, you know, maybe entering into the fourth quarter, Prestonwood has a lead or Prestonwood's close. Or uh, if Prestonwood can get a turnover or two. You know, just something to just kind of get in the way of that All Saints train. Mm-hmm. just Even to just derail it a little bit. I mean, they they haven't really been stopped by anyone this no. year on offense. They like said the lowest they've
1: scored this year is 35 points. Yeah, Nobody has slowed down this offense.
2: I think that if Prestonwood could hold them to 35 points, they could win the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a totally so. conceivable. Again, a totally easier said than done, but I mean, you've also just looked at some of these other, you know, statewide playoff games that have gone on, uh, Ulysses Trinity knocking off Duncanville, I mean, Duncanville was beating everyone, but then Ulysses had this amazing ground game, mm-hmm. and Duncanville just couldn't handle it, um, Reedy and Lake Dallas, like I said, I mean, you've just got, there's going to be wrinkles at this time of the playoffs that maybe you didn't see during the regular season that other teams are breaking out, and you know, there's always the propensity for guys to get tight because it's in the playoffs. So we'll see. I mean, I, I like I said, I think that if if uh, if Prestonwood could hold them to 35 points, which is all Saints lowest on the season, I think they have a great chance at winning. But uh, it, it's going to be really interesting to see these two high powered offenses go against each other. And I I feel like whichever defense can maybe cause a turnover or make the most stops is going to win this game.
1: Yeah, because we, I mean, we've spent all this time talking about All Saints
2: offense. I mean, they do have a lot of talent on their defense. For sure. Um, I mean, we're talking about so much just how many points they've scored throughout the year, but I mean, they're also holding their opponents to really low levels. I mean, yeah. they're, they're blowing everyone out.
1: Yeah, All Saints, I've got it right here. Yeah, they've held their past uh, their past four opponents to 14 points or less. I mean, I mentioned the college players that they have on offense, but they've mm-hmm. also got two absolute stud linebackers. Uh, a guy named uh, Lou Brockermeyer, who is uh, a committed to Rice, he has 18 tackles for loss and 12 sacks nice. on the season so far. <laughs> He's kind con- and also in that same level, uh, Grayson Mann, another linebacker, committed to Northwestern. He's got seven sacks and 14 tackles for loss. Uh, they got an SMU committed safety in JC Wristpress. I mean, so there is still plenty of talent there on defense mm-hmm. for what it's worth, and Preston Wood has obviously plenty of talent as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess it's, you know, we've talked about, you know, just kind of the ins and outs of this matchup. Ultimately, um... You know, I think this might be the part where we have to make Prestonwood fans a little sad because on the uh, on the picket line this week, you know, um, it was unfortunately a, a unanimous sweep for uh, for All Saints in this matchup. Tim,
2: explain your uh, your your ballot and what you uh, what led you to picking All Saints. In this totally matchup. nothing personal against Prestonwood. I we love you PCA. Legitimately, if it was any other team, it would have been a sweep for Prestonwood. Mm-hmm. That's how good Prestonwood is, um, and we all know it up here. Um, you know, a lot of us. Unfortunately, the only thing we have to go by between these two teams head-to-head is that first game of the year. Um, But also, just looking at how dominant All Saints has been throughout the season, um, even that uh, win they had over Prestonwood where it was closer, uh, but still double-digit points, I mean, you don't see that very much happen to Prestonwood. Um, I just feel that All Saints is just one of those teams that you're going to need a perfect game to beat. Um, and, uh, you know, Prestonwood, obviously, they, they can play great. And like I said, I, I don't think I'd be surprised at all if this game was tied going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, uh, too much talent on All Saints. Uh, they're rolling right now. And uh, I think Prestonwood's going to come up short. The uh, This game was, of the 10
1: games that we had to pick on the picket line this week, this is the one that gave me more fits than any other because... Like I said, it's, it's just there isn't a whole lot to really go off of. I mean, yes, you have the mm-hmm. one game, but again, like we've said, this was all the way back in week one. These are going to be two entirely different teams that you see tomorrow night. Yeah. Out in Birdville. Um, they don't really even have a whole lot of common opponents. You know, um, All Saints was uh, this is their first year in TAPS, mm-hmm. so they were um, they were technically classified as an independent. So they have, I mean, the only two teams that um, you know that they the, the only two common opponents these two teams have were Fort Worth Nolan and TCA, two teams that were in the lower half of the uh, of the TAPS Dallas district. And as expected, both PCA and All Saints just hammered the crap out of those mm-hmm. teams. Um, so. It's just so tough because you know, Prestonwood's defense is. I mean, they have obviously shown that Week One game does appear to be an aberration. For sure. But ultimately, what does it mean against you know when you when you pair it up against what is statistically the best offense mm-hmm. in in taps right now and the one thing that i just keep coming back to is like they've slowed down every other opponent that they faced but they haven't really faced another offense like all saints yeah. since week one because nobody else in the on their schedule in their district in the state for that matter can do what all saints does they don't have that i mean the, like i said the closest thing to it is probably preston woods so then you could see it potentially being a bit of an intangible that you know what This defense is getting reps against Something similar in practice, and like I, mean, mm-hmm. I said, Prestonwood does have a lot of similar personnel stylistically. I mentioned the, I mean, Austin Stogner, six, for, you know, a six-six pass catcher, Jeremiah Lewis, their stud defensive back, doubles as a big play threat or receiver. They've got other guys like Ricky Baker, Luke Savage. I mean, they have a very balanced set of pass catchers, just like All Saints does. Mm-hmm. But obviously, what you're doing in practice is not the same as you know seeing the real deal, you know, on a Friday night. And I just. You know, it's it's no indictment on Prestonwood. I just wish that I had seen how they handled, you know, other, like, explosive passing offenses. But there just aren't that many. I mean, this is a district that, outside of teams like PCA, it's more of a rushing district. Teams yeah. like Bishop, Lynch, Fourth, and all like that. It's just teams that aren't going to... You're not going to see too many teams that are running a whole lot of, like, four, you know, four wide, you know, five wide sets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I think that, I mean, Preston was not going to give up 750 yards of offense.
2: I'd I be shocked. I, if, I feel yeah. fairly
1: comfortable in mm-hmm. saying that right now. And 61 points seems like a bit of a stretch as well. Um, but I just, man, I don't know. It's just, it's so
2: tough to, I just wish I had seen them against another high-octane passing offense. And, and you know, and that's not, It's not Prestonwood's fault that they didn't face those other teams. Um, It's just, you know, like the one they did go against, All Saints. I mean, you you saw what happened, and and All Saints is doing this to everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to think that they won't do it again against Prestonwood.
1: I think it'll be a closer game. Um, I said, I mean, ultimately, I think, you know, All Saints gets the win by... I mean, I think in the ballpark of maybe 38, 35, mm-hmm. you know, 35, 31, something in that range. So I do think Prestonwood's going to definitely, you know, the, the, the tempo of this game is definitely going to slow a bit, but it's just so tough to go against all Saints with just the firepower that they have right now and just how well they are rolling.
2: PCA fans listening that are are worried, remember what Matt said earlier in the podcast, that that, that first game of the year, they were really close, and it was a couple of, plays that could have gone either way mm-hmm. that swung in favor of All Saints. Both of them did. Yeah. So, you you know, maybe you take that, maybe it evens out in this game. You know, maybe it's a two- or three-point difference in the final score, and it could be yeah. wood. It really could. I don't think... I don't think any of us would be shocked if No, not at all. No, not at all. Um, We're not—I don't think that we're saying that, you know, we're all in on All Saints. I just, you know, gun-to-our-head type of mentality. If we had to pick one of these two, um, I think that All Saints is going to come out with the win, but I— I don't know. Are we allowed to do this? To keep saying like, <laughs> "Well, I think they'll win," but I wouldn't be surprised because yeah, yeah. Presswood is so good. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if whoever wins this game wins state yeah. for taps. So it's and it at the very least, now uh, you know what the
1: Presswood folks have some bulletin board material.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Maybe <laughs> if, they, they. if they believe Coach Cunningham believes in that sort of thing, then I show uh, show the dumb media what's up on Friday at yeah. Birdville. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, put this podcast on your bulletin board because. <laughs> uh, Again I Prestonwood is so impressive yeah, and they, I know. they yeah. have yeah. I do think nothing is such a close game on paper it really is and uh, you know it, I almost feel like we should not even think about that first game of the year mm-hmm. anymore just because in those week one week zero games I mean you Anything can happen. Yeah. Teams lose to teams they would never lose to in a million years. Yeah, right. but five weeks down the road. And enough of us trying to rationalize I know. the picking with
1: <laughs> <laughs> just keep running
2: on it. On. Oh, I don't want to do it,
1: but I got it. It's, yeah. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. We're all the entire staff picked a uh, picked a clean sweep in this one for All Saints. Now the onus is on you, wood to show us what's up. Mm-hmm. Show us that we're <coughs> show us that we're wrong. But um, nevertheless, yes, that game uh, Friday, seven thirty at Birdville ISD Fine Arts Athletic Complex. Tim, right here. Tim will be on site to cover that game. I'll be out, uh, out at Southlake, uh, Southlake's Dragon Stadium covering Arlington and Arlington Martin. As always, we will be tweeting up a storm during our respective games. Tim, where can these fine folks
2: follow you along on Twitter? <laughs> uh, I will be at Timothy Glaze, T-I-M-O-T-H-Y G-L-A-Z-E. Um, I'll be posting video highlights throughout mm-hmm. the game on Twitter, uh, which seems to be going really well. People seem to like that. Oh, yeah. um, so, I'll be doing that. Um, I'll also be getting a story up that evening uh, following the game, which you can check out at starlocalsports.com I'll also have a link to the game uh, when it's all done on my Twitter account so you can find it there too awesome well, that is
1: that is all we have, folks. Tim, I appreciate you, uh, appreciate you swinging by. I know you've been a little under the weather this week. Very much appreciate you stopping by to help break down what should be a very fascinating game Friday between Prestonwood Christian and Fort Worth All Saints. Uh, yes, this is Matt Welch. He's Timothy Glaze. Uh, thank you for checking out the Star Local uh, Media Gridiron podcast. Uh, we will be back. We will have rapid reaction videos detailing the outcomes of the games that we are at this week, so make sure you check out the website for those as well. And um, hey, if, you know, if you're unable to give those a listen, then you know what? Make sure you check out the next actual edition of the Star Local Media Gridiron Podcast next Monday, right back here with y'all. Hey guys, appreciate you checking this out and y'all have a great weekend.
0: Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocaljobs.com you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements.